Florian Flo Muck is an expert trainer. He's a consultant in rhetoric and delivers training to some big corporate brands, including Accor, the giant hotel and hospitality group, Danone, the French food and beverage company, Amazon, and Deutsche Bank, to name a few. And Flo recently came up with something called CIRCLE. It's an acronym, C-I-R-C-L-E, as a framework to help trainers, consultants, keynote speakers, people like you and me, to craft and deliver memorable messages. I really like this, by the way. C reminds you to build connection with your audience. I tells you to make your presentation interesting. R suggests that your keynote or workshop or training should be relevant. C asks you to be creative so you stand out from the competition. L underlines the need to make your presentation logical. And E stresses the vital importance of engaging your audience. We'll explain all of these today. In fact, Flo is going to explain how we can use this and put all of this together in your next training or presentation. So in today's episode, how Flo went from broke to successful consultant, we're going to go right back to his origin story, how Flo came to be in training and keynote speaking, and how he actually had no money and then decided to start his business in this area, who he created his first online course push your pitch for who the audience is for that brand, which kinds of clients Flow prefers to work with and why, how creating his own board game, that's really interesting by the way, his own board game has helped to position him as an expert. I think Flo's the first person I've had on the show who's actually developed his own physical board game and sells it online as an app as well, and why writing a book is going to help you to stand out from others in this space. This is the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett Hayes. Hey, welcome to the show. It's another episode of the Training Business Podcast. This is the show for people like you and me, trainers, facilitators, coaches, consultants, people working in learning and development, making a living from selling our expertise, our knowledge, our programs, our products to help people who need our help to improve what they do. And this is really what and why it's called the Training Business Podcast, which is to make it relevant in terms of business, leads, marketing, all the kind of stuff that you have to do in running your own business as a self-employed or small business owner, as a facilitator, coach, consultant, and so on. So I really try to focus every week on the stories that other people have. Sometimes it's a solo episode, just you and I, or it's a case where I've got someone in to share their story, their story and their tips and techniques to help you on your training business journey. If this is your first time here, welcome. That's a quick synopsis of what the show's about. If it's not your first time here, welcome back. I really appreciate your listenership and loyalty, and it's really great to see uh, the rankings of the show going up. And it's also great to hear from you. If you've got ideas for guests and content, please drop me a line. My email address is mark at trainingbusiness.com. I really want to hear from you. I will read emails personally and reply individually or the other way around. So this week, we're talking to Florian Muck. I explained before the music who Florian is. Let's dive into the episode. Florian, welcome to the show. I'll call you Flo because everyone calls you Flo. Um, Let's start with 
the kinds of work you do, maybe a bit about your background, how you got into training, but then let's talk about the kinds of organizations you work with and how you help those companies. Awesome. Great to be on your show, Mark. It was in 2009, and I was standing at Rosenthaler Platz in Berlin with one euro 27. And by the way, the coins are still lying here on my table. This is the money I had after leaving KPMG, after starting a European cultural festival, which never happened, which led me into bankruptcy. And then I was, you know, Toastmasters, right? We both know Toastmasters. Exactly. So I had four years of Toastmasters International Experience, a public speaking club. So I turned my passion for public speaking into a profession. It took me 16 months, tough months, to get my first big client, Arco Hotel Group, Accor, the French ones in, in Germany. I had them. And uh, once you have the first big client, it's easier to open the second door. And today, 127 clients, I only say I work for Jaeger Meister. <laughs> Uh, come on, what can be cooler than Jägermeister? And uh, that was a client, by the way, I got in, in the COVID times, you know, online. And, and, and ever since, you know, this is my thing. I do two-day programs. I do public speaking. The outcome is charisma. This is why my tagline is boosting your charisma, but charisma is an output. The input is public speaking, how to how, rhetoric, how to persuade people, how to inspire people. This is what I do, six to 10 people, corporate trainings, and then I'm a keynote speaker. But most of the times, I'm a corporate trainer. Yeah, just like me. And you have your own rhetoric game, which is something physical. You design this game and this you sell. And, and people use it to develop their um, power of, of rhetoric. Is that right? This is you. You did a good research here. This is a. This is right. And I co-created that game, and that is 2012. So it's like whoa, whoa, at the time of the recording. This is like almost 10 years. Oh my god! This is. Uh, I did it with John Zimmer, another amazing speaker and trainer. Canadian lives in Geneva, and we together developed Rhetoric. Now it's an app. It's a physical game, and this is this is not a money maker. This is the biggest credibility booster we could have ever had. I've, I've written five books in German and in English. I self-published. I have, I've done two books with a publisher in Munich, but the board game, hey, I mean, Mark, a board game for public speaking. This is, this is amazing. That's brilliant. You're the first person I've talked to who's come up with their own game as part of their, their training or facilitation brand. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this is also a weird story because I thought <clears throat> back then, 12 years ago, that was in 2012, right? Uh, that was, uh, I thought about, there was this Monopoly game in our home outside of Barcelona, the Monopoly game on a table. And I always thought, hey, there's a Metallica Monopoly. There's a Star Wars Monopoly. Isn't there a public speaking Monopoly? <laughs> and of course, and then I, then I did some research in Google. And after like one hour, I thought, there is no public speaking board game. And you know what, Mark? When there is no such thing, you have to invent it yourself. And that's really helped. I mean, you feel that's actually gotten you business. It's won you clients. It's attracted uh, people to you, and it's helped your credibility. A, it's an indirect thing because only one client from Madrid in Spanish, uh, he told me at, after two days, the COO of a big uh, software company, he's told me, you know why I hired you, Flo? I saw you had a board game. <laughs> okay, it's an indirect ethos. Uh, credibility is always indirect. You never know the direct impact, but you know it's there. 
Well, I came across something you've posted recently, and I thought that would be great to share with with the audience. And you, as a speaker, obviously help people to uh, present the best side of themselves. You're you style yourself as an expert on rhetoric and charisma, and I've, of course, that's a tricky thing. But you've come up with something called Circle, which I think is brilliant because it helps to remind people um, of the importance of C, connection, I, interest, R, relevance, C, creativity, L, logic, and E, engagement. Just talk me through that. Why did you come up with Circle? What is it for, and how would someone use it? One day before our call, Mark, I had a briefing call with SAP, you know, SAP. The 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 German software company, yeah. Exactly, ERP, uh, yeah. And uh, on the 31st of January in 2022, I'm having a, a, it's like a 20-minute interview for 500 clients of theirs with a guy, and uh, we talk about um, the (laughs) anti-pitching, anti Pitching, anti-pitching. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's called ausgepitched. It's a it's a pun in German. You cannot do it in English. It's uh, de-pitched. Let's call it de-pitched. de-pitched. Right. And uh, then we were talking about seven ways to really make your audience fall asleep. This is this is this was the whole. It's like reverse psychology here. Exactly. Exact them all. So this is what we did when we have this call here one day before for the listener one day before. And uh, then we talked and we talked about all my stuff, like you should be specific, not generic. And we threw in stuff and personal stuff always is better than any generic stuff on bullet points. And and then in the end, we had like seven, seven things, but they were like specific things. And then I thought, okay, how can we move it to a higher level, which is the big, big uh, sleeping pills for the audience? And that's how I came up with Circle, because I had six on this thing and plus slides, but slides is the outcome of everything of the others. So six of them. And then I put it in, you know, uh, in do you like Scrabble? Well, it's a love-hate relationship. I play it when I have to, but uh, no, but it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's hard on my, my small brain. I'm a Scrabble fanatic, but now, of course, in, in the internet, you have the Scrabble word finder, and this is a cheat, but I use it always to find acronyms. So I had these six really big sleeping pills for, for people. And then I took them in and, and I come up with circle. Why do I do circle? You find it on my LinkedIn uh, channel, hashtag FM insights, FM insights. It's I've been doing this for three, three and a half, four years. And I've, I'm fanatic now with infographics. So I always put everything in infographics. Do you, do you make those infographics yourself? Of course, in, in PowerPoint, super easy. And, uh, and the circle one was the latest one before this call. The circle one, I got two feedback. You, you, you already said it, you liked it. And another one, he, they want to do now a, a, a blog post on it. It's amazing. And this is the power of acronyms. So what is circle? Circle is, C stands for, you said it, is connection, the end game of public speaking. Interest is I. Uh, if you uh, surprise your audience, you know, if, if, if you don't surprise your audience with new insights, new things like Tarantino twists, un, unexpected turns in your presentation. Mm-hmm. New facts, different They're angles. Interested. Uh, relevance. Why should they care? Why should they care? Why should your audience care? Why should my, my training participants care? Why should your listener, why should your training participants care about yourself? Why do people never care about relevance? 
irrelevance kills the speaker. And then, of course, I had, um, you said it, creativity. And I have a great line, uh, which I always use, which is from together with another one, uh, Peter Zinn from Netherlands, another trainer. Be better than yourself, which means never compare yourself with others. Always be better than yourself. Be different from the rest. Be different from the rest. You don't want to be cliché. And you're not. So I, mean, I suppose other people would turn up with a bunch bunch of slides. You could turn up with some objects, physical objects, tell a story, or a, a wood game, uh, or in your case, a board game. C stands for creativity. Be creative. Find an analogy. Find objects. Find something different. Use flip chart. Don't be like everyone else. Creativity. And then lo- logic, logos. I'm, I'm a great Aristotle fan. I'm his biggest student. Uh, without logos, without logic, if it doesn't make sense, it makes no sense. But bullet points make no... F- I cannot use the F word. Please don't. <laughs> you can say Florian or something else, but not... not f- make no Florian sense. I mean, bullet po- I mean, how can people still train others using PowerPoint slides? This is so... 20th century. Sorry. I mean, this is so out of the world. So, so logic, examples, personal anecdotes, demonstration, show it, do it. There's so many benefits for the client, so many ways to be more logical, more logos. And then engagement, E stands for engagement. I said on the infographic, if you don't engage them, (laughs) it's a certain path to brain death. And particularly these days when people's attention spans have dropped off, people now are communicating every single day with their colleagues. Everyone's an inch high and an inch wide on a screen. Um, If all you can do is just give her the same old presentation for four or five hours through PowerPoint, you're going to kill your attention span of the audience. Mark, you should see my son Alvaro going through TikTok with his his, uh, indicating finger. You would freak out. <laughs> next, next, next. Yeah. Unless it's capturing their attention and they're engaged, they just switch off, right? And, and the reptilian the reptilian brain has always been eight seconds. And, and you know, all speak. I think when speakers, when there was no internet, speakers talked and they were thinking, they're listening. They were not. They were thinking about the coffee break. They were thinking about the beer they're going to have. They were thinking about they have to go to the bathroom. And, and now we have, I mean, I always engage. I talk to you. I talk to you, listener. Now I'm talking to you, listener, and you don't even see me. I, I do references to, to people. I do questions. And then, of course, now we have the chat. Use the chat. I, how can people not use the chat? I freak out. Yeah, exactly. So when I'm using, if I'm delivering presentations or rather running a program with someone remotely, I'm using things like Slido, uh, which gets them to use their phone, not just look at me on the screen. Um, people's attention spans have really shortened. So if we just go over that one more time, circle, connection, uh, find some way, some commonality with your audience, uh, tell stories maybe. No, connection, connection, Mark, it's everything, everything. I have, uh, by the time of this one here, 12,365 speeches evaluated. I'm a freak. I count them in Excel. There's something of KPMG that is still there that are in my past. So over the years, you've, you've, you've delivered about 12,000 talks? No, no, no. I listened to, as a, tr- as a corporate trainer, I listened uh, since 2009 to 12,365 speeches plus 30-minute average evaluation with average eight people in the rooms, which means 
I know what connects and everything that makes that that is personal connects. When you say, my wife, uh, Judy, the other day told me, but Mark, why don't you do that? Is she called Judy? No, <laughs> I know that was just, I made it up. But, you know, as soon as you use a dialogue, people are connected. As soon as you say, when I was eight years old, people are connected. Because everyone was eight years old. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but people always make so big fuss about storytelling. I always tell everyone, run away from storytelling uh, workshops. <laughs> it needs to come naturally. Yeah. Storytelling is the biggest thing in content, in, in speaking, but it's just one element. You need facts and figures and data and expert testimony, and you need everything. But come on, you can use elements like dialogue. The moment you use a dialogue, and I use dialogue in my trainings, I use dialogue when I talk to people on the phone, it is connection with your audience because it's personal. Mm. So I, I interest is, again, this is the value of, of the training. If I'm getting the same thing that someone else has given me, then there's no real value to listening to you. Whereas if you give me new insights, uh, unusual facts, uh, unexpected turns, like you said, this keeps people interested and switched on. Relevance, um, why am I here? This has got to be something relevant to my job, helps me to do something better. Why should I care about what you say? Uh, creativity, hugely interested in that one. I also think of variety. You know, you've got to keep people focused, tuned in, engaged with the keyboard, with with the screen, with you. Um, much easier face-to-face, -face, not so easy uh, remotely. And I know a couple of people, a couple of cohorts I've had, and they're just bored because the content's been given to me. And I've said, look, I, this needs to be changed. But it's come from marketing, and they want it done that way. So we need to be really creative, uh, ever more so than more so than before, because people's attention spans have dropped off. And I like what you said about logic. Um, we need to use a structure, um, provide data, uh, give people information in a way they can take it away and remember it. Um, and a colleague of mine, David, said to me, "If your audience can't remember the key points from your presentation uh, once you turn off the mic, um, it's it's useless." Well, key points, uh, I'm, I'm a bit more freaked there. I say the message. I mean, one, they remember one thing. If they don't remember one thing, they're out. That's, that's my opinion. But yeah, you can call it key points, but how many? Three? Yes. And how many? Three. Three. Yes, yeah, so three is the max, isn't it, typically? Yes. And, and lastly, engagement. Um, so we're asking questions. We're, how, how are you keeping, what are your tips, by the way, for keeping people engaged? Okay, that, that, that's a great one because as a trainer, corporate trainer, I evolved so much. You know, you were training yourself, Mark. Do you remember how it was in the first time? I do. It was actually Disney. I mean, it's so hard to see yourself in the past because I, it's an incremental growth and we don't realize. It's like in Toastmasters, my speaking thing for 15 years. I don't remember how. It, the thing is, I know that I changed a lot the way I I don't want to call it teach because teaching is so out. I pull out stuff. I don't put in. So I don't want to be a teacher. I'm more like Gandalf. I'm more like a mentor when I train. And the thing that has changed tremendously over the years is that I don't tell them. I ask all the time, like a coach. So Soc Socratic questioning. Because can we not answer a question we hear? Eh. Every question is engaging, so they have to reflect. And even if I said before, this works like this, now I say, do you have an idea how it could work? Even if I know they don't have the answer, I 
still ask the question because they have to reflect. And when you reflect, you learn better and more effectively. Then what I do tremendously is everything with anecdote storytelling. I used to say, uh, you have to bring your characters to life in storytelling. You know, when, when you have a character like, think about Gandalf, you have to explain to the audience your character, otherwise they cannot connect with your character. And now I say this, Mark Brown, he was 18 years old when he left Jamaica. Mark Brown, with this voice, he left Jamaica, 18 years old. That was, uh, I don't know when, and today he's 58. So 40 years ago, he left Jamaica, went to Atlanta, Georgia, with $40 in his left hand, a suitcase in his right hand, and a big dream in his heart. Mark Brown went to the States, and he became an inspire for African-American children. He traveled the States for 30 years, Mark, and he traveled. And he went to high schools, and he told all these children to stay stay at school to keep going. And he has empathy tattered in his heart. He has always a bow tie. He has this big smile, big white teeth, Mark Brown from Atlanta. And Mark Brown is my storytelling coach. And one day, two years ago, he told me, Florian, I read your script. There's one thing. Any character you introduce into your story, bring them to life. Bring them to life, yeah. Any character, bring them, bring them to life. And I used to say, you have to bring Gandalf to life. But now I tell the whole Mark Brown story. And two days later, Mark, I asked, the, you're also Mark, <laughs> that's a coincidence. So I asked the people, how many dollars did Mark Brown have in his left hand when he left Jamaica? And they know it's 40. So what I do now much more is to engage people. You asked about engagement is I anchor every little piece that I teach with storytelling, anything. Give examples, anecdote stories, examples, anecdote stories. This is how people remember it. It's emotional. Neurons, we're, we're using connections in the brain to anchor sight, smells, uh, tastes, experiences, feelings. And the, the trainer, the speaker that helps people to anchor that stuff in the brain is the, is the speaker, the trainer, the facilitator who will find that their audience retains more, which of course is the whole idea of investing in training, isn't it? And, and imagine we're in a podcast here and you just thought, what the hell is he talking about? A guy from Jamaica, <laughs> but you still listen to me. Well, you I actually lived in Jamaica for eight months, so I, <laughs> that's also sticking in my mind. That's relevant to me. 40 euros. 40 euros, exactly. Yeah. So finally, um, let's wrap this up. So if someone is listening to this and saying, hey, circle, I like that, how would they use it? I mean, is this a guide? Is it a step-by-step? -step? Is it an acronym which simply produces a, a, a model to follow? What, what would someone do if you're saying to them, this is the model I've come up with, this is how I want you to use it? Uh, Mark, I have to say, uh, after like 400 infographics, no one has stalked me down like you did with the circle. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's a good indicator that it's really cool. That's the power of acronyms. Don't use initialisms. Don't use uh, abbreviations. Use acronyms. And this is for the nerds here in this call. There's an acronym. Acronym with a P is when it's a word that already exists like circle. And now I can, I even use it as a pun for two days. You can circle around your message. So you see, um, 
Public speaking, rhetoric, charisma, life itself, and definitely training. If you're a trainer, it's a mountain without a peak. I always say the same thing to all my people and to myself as well. Every morning when I look into the mirror, it's a mountain without a peak. We always can walk high. We will never reach perfection, but you can always improve. So when, when I look at these six areas, and the seventh one, by the way, goes into slides, circle leads into slides. And then I ask in this infographic, are your slides circle? <laughs> because you can connect, you can be interesting, can be relevant, you can be creative, you can have all the logic in the world, you can be engaging, come the slides and everything is dead. So, and, and, and so if you take these six, the circle, all these six areas, I want to improve all of them every day. So I wouldn't say, how can you apply it in your life? I would say, take these areas. How can I add more personal stuff to my training? That's C, the circle C. Connection, because you connect more with your people. How can I be more interesting? Well, by surprising them, by saying stuff they do not know. How can I be more relevant? Well, ask them more questions. Think from their point of view. I mean, all these areas, you and I, we always improve anyway. But now that I have them here, and you love them so much, and I, I really like it too. I, said it, I have it in front of me right now. Yes, take it and think, next time I train, I speak. What can I improve next time? Yeah, even one thing at a time. Exactly. That's what I always do. That's like a call to action. You don't, you don't change the world. You say, do this. Brilliant. Flo, where can people find out more about you? I hope you put the link on your show. There. I will, of course. You can give it to me now in audio. No, I, 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 I always hate to sell from the back of the room, which is my personal thing. I'm a socialist teacher, son, Mark. I never like to be capitalistic. Ah, this is so bad. I don't believe you. Anyway, what's your, what's your website well, link? It's true, dude. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I just did my first online course, and and this is I'm I, I am proud of that one. It was a four months work project. It's crazy. It's called Push Your Pitch. So if you want to find me, go for pushyourpitch.com because that's when you find me and then you go on from there. But pushyourpitch.com is an amazing course. Uh, and people say so who already did it. Flo, thank you so much for being my guest on the show this morning. Great chat. Keep rocking. A huge thanks to Florian for being my guest today, or in fact, your guest on the show. It's wonderful to know that people like Florian out there are doing what they're doing, and you can check out more links to learn about Florian. Um, he mentioned a couple of links, and here they are again, florianmuck.com, that's F-L-O-R-I-A-N, florianmuck, M-U-E-C-K.com. I will, of course, put these on the show notes on trainingbusiness.com. The other link is rhetoricgame.com, brilliant domain name, rhetoric, R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C, rhetoricgame.com. That's a public speaking or rhetoric board game. And that's available also as an app from the App Store and Google Play. So there are just two links. And of course, one more link, pushyourpitch.com, which is Florian's new... Now, he might want you to call him Flo, but uh, I think Florian's quite comfortable with Florian. But you can find his online course, pushyourpitch.com, over at www.pushyourpitch.com. Now... A huge thanks to you, of course, for tuning in. You've got some wonderful ideas for episodes and content, so please 
keep those coming. You can reply or write to me, mark at trainingbusiness.com. Let me know what you think about the show. If you've got some criticisms or critique or suggestions, please keep those coming. Until next Thursday, there is, of course, a fresh episode every Thursday without fail. And you'll find it on your podcast platform of choice. Please click subscribe because it costs you nothing and really means a lot to me. It validates what I do and what the team does each week in support of your business. And you can find podcast episodes, as I said, on any podcast platform, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and many, many more. Until next Thursday, when I look forward to your company again, keep selling, keep leading, keep going, keep training, and keep enjoying what we're all privileged to do. Until next Thursday, bye for now. once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. See you next time.